Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rap back where you at. What's going on? It's the FTN Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Wednesday, August 2nd. And we're talking to New Orleans Saints on today's podcast. We'll break it all down for you. The addition of Derek Carr. What does that mean for Chris Olave? Can Michael Thomas stay healthy? And what is the latest on the suspension news front for Alvin Kamara? All that and more on the podcast today. Before I get into it, though, FTNFantasy.com. Fantasy Plus subscription will give you everything you need and then some to dominate on draft day. And I announced it earlier today on my SiriusXM show, so I will tell you, there is going to be a brand new cheat sheet on Monday. In addition to the 15, so now we have 16, I am taking my tears, not, not my, not, I'm not crying, my fantasy football tears and making them into a cheat sheet for you as well. People have been asking for that over the years and never really quite had the bandwidth. This year, I made the bandwidth and I made the cheat sheet for you. The tiers articles, by the way, are free right now at ftnfantasy.com. As of right now, on Wednesday, we have running backs and wide receivers up. Quarterbacks go up tomorrow and tight ends on Friday. But the cheat sheet will come out on Monday. You get that. You get the game plan draft guide. You get all the draft kit, the keeper value chart, all that, the Discord community, everything through the regular season, rankings, projections galore, tools, and so much more, man. You get it after the season as well. 365 days for this Fantasy Plus subscription. Use the promo code RATPACK for 20% off, although that goes down to 10% on Friday, August 4th at 5 p.m. Eastern. So use this promo code before it goes away, or it goes down, I should say. Use it. Take advantage of it. Don't waste that dough. If you want it for free, we've already given out two free subscriptions to Fantasy Plus. There is a way to enter. We're holding a contest. The contest is very simple. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, your Apple Podcast app. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, just download it for this purpose. Go to my show rate and review the show and in your review leave your twitter handle or your instagram handle if you're not on twitter and you are entered in to win i'm going to pick another winner on monday so we'll end up doing about four or five of these if you've already entered you're good you're in and uh, we'll pick another winner on monday so please uh, hook it up help the show out also, shout out to our sponsor, Circa. The Circa Millions contest is going on right now. It starts in week one of the NFL season. You can enter up to September 9th at 2 p.m. Contest is pretty easy, though. Well, it's easy to describe. It's not easy to be in. Five games against the spread each week of your choosing in the NFL. If you win this thing, it is a million dollars. Million dollar first place prize. Top 100, though, gets you a cut of $3.65 million in payouts. You also have the opportunity to win each quarter of the season. And if you really suck, you finish in last place or second to last place, they give you 
100,000 and 50,000 respective for last and second to last place. It's $1,000 to enter. You can enter up to five times. You can register in person at Circa or any of its sister properties in Las Vegas or, of course, through a proxy service if you are out of state. All right, New Orleans. Let's talk about this team. Like, well, really all of the NFC South last season, it wasn't a particularly good year, but it wasn't a terrible year. I mean, they were in the mix. They finished 7-10 and 10 under Dennis Allen. Of course, Pete Carmichael is the offensive coordinator. And, uh, well, if anything, they look a little bit better on paper this year. And a big reason why is the quarterback shift. Andy Dalton is out. Of course, Derek Carr is in. The team did trade Adam Troutman away to Denver, and Deontay Hardy is out of the mix as well. They brought in some decent talent, though. Derek Carr really should help the cause. He is not a superstar, but he is an upgrade on Andy Dalton. They have Jamal Williams to help in the backfield. They brought in Foster Moreau, and for a moment in time, it looked like Foster Moreau was going to miss this season, but remarkably, he's going to play. So that is pretty cool. Kendra Miller, the TCU product at running back, very interesting player there, early down pounder. And then A.T. Perry, a very interesting, deeper wide receiver to know. Honestly, like he's not Michael Thomas, but I could see how he could play a Michael Thomas-like role if Michael Thomas wasn't healthy. But we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, under this uh, regime last year, they did push the ball vertically, which actually fits with what Derek Carr did last season. 8.87 air yards per attempt. That ranks sixth in the league. So... They can do those sorts of things in this offense. Uh, they were predominantly run-heavy, a, ru a design run on 45.3% of their offensive plays. That was eighth most in the league. But they were sort of mid-pack in terms of rushing yards per play, a little bit below mid-pack, actually. 4.26 rushing yards per play, ranked 22nd in the league, barely used 11 personnel. They were really thin at wide receiver. 11 personnel. Just 47.7% of the time, that was 28th in the league. And they were really mid-pack, 16th in the league in two tight end sets at 19.6%. Uh, Moving to the players themselves. I want to start with Alvin Kamara, and I don't even want to worry about the stats. Let me tell you what we know as of me hitting record on this podcast today. We know that today, and I, I couldn't have timed this any better if I tried, Kamara met with Roger Goodell. The outcome of this meeting is unknown, but I can tell you at least a few things in terms of expectation. The expectation, and I've had this expectation all along, like I had some ding-dong on Twitter yelling at me that I was too low on Kamara because he hasn't been suspended yet. Um, yet. And the expectation is that he's going to be suspended. Now, it's not a if he's suspended, it's a how long is he suspended for? The typical procedure for the NFL is the NFL will, they have policies in place that give you a baseline for a suspension. So for this particular uh, violation of the personal conduct policy, the baseline is six games. I do not think that Camaro will get the baseline. I think it'll be less than the, the baseline. However, the league will essentially uh, uh, have a punishment that they'll propose and then Sue Robinson will do a hearing where she will run through everything on both sides, figure everything out, uh, whether or not the violation uh, warrants such a, a punishment. And then she will ultimately give her decision on what the punishment should be. And the NFL can say, OK, or they can actually appeal the ruling. 
So there's still a lot of moving pieces. However, the fact that Kamara is meeting with the commissioner suggests the the other outcome, which is a settlement between player and league on the length of the suspension or the discipline. It doesn't necessarily have to be the length of the suspension. It could be any discipline that he would face. I think that's more likely, which tells me it's certainly unlikely to be a six-game. It's more likely my lean is a two-game, but I could see a four-game or obviously a three-game or split the difference in between. And honestly, if it is a two-game, then yeah, we're too low on Kamara where he's going right now in the eighth round. If it is a four-game, we're slightly too low. Maybe we'll bump him up a a little bit. If it's a six-game, then we're exactly where we need to be. So his ranking will change where he's he's he is on my draft board at ftnfantasy.com, where he is in tiers at ftnfantasy.com. All of that's going to change likely in the coming days here. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, likely what I will do too is I'll do a short write-up whenever this news comes out. Uh, but as far as Camaro is concerned, last year the efficiency, well, it was not really there. Uh, 2.72 yards after contact per attempt was one of the lower of his career. Uh, he's never been elite, but he just wasn't effective there. Uh, he also saw significantly less goal line work, 11 goal line carries in 2021, 15 in 2020, he had four last year. And I do attribute that largely to the team not being able to move the ball. Uh, yes, they used Taysom Hill down in that range a little bit, but it really wasn't Taysom like vulturing all of that. They just couldn't move the ball as effectively last year. And I do anticipate that changing this year. Now, Kamara's up there in age. It's his age 28 season. However, he is the lead back. He should see ample volume in this offense. And again, it's an offense that should move the football a lot better. I actually think he's going to offer a nice value on draft day, provided the suspension is in six games. And I'm I'm totally willing to take the discount on him. And I have already in a couple uh, drafts. Obviously, I have exposure to him in best ball, but I had a few industry drafts, and, and I took him in one because he was there entirely too late. I think it was like 10th round, which is just, it's silly. Like, even if he's suspended in six games, I'll take him there. I mean, I don't love it, but it was a slightly deeper draft, so I have I had the bench capital to spare. Moving over to Derek Carr, he steps in, and honestly, I call him this generation's Philip Rivers. The production is isn't ever amazing, but it's not bad. Like it's just not bad. He had forty eight hundred yards in twenty twenty one. Now last year, thirty five hundred. Eh. 24 passing touchdowns, eh. But what I liked about it especially is he did push the ball vertically, really opened it up. After 8.4 average depth of target in 2021, he moved up to 9.7. That's a big boy number right there. That's a big boy number. Ranked fourth in the league with 71 attempts of 20-plus air yards, uh, 11 of those went for touchdowns last year. He's going to add nothing with his legs. We know that. He had 104 or 102 rushing yards last year, not 104. 108 the year before that. Okay. But if you're looking at it as he's a he's basically a free bingo space safe quarterback in one quarterback leagues, like you can draft Derek Carr in the last rounds of drafts in one quarterback leagues. If you pair him up with Anthony Richardson, Tuatunga Vailoa, uh, Daniel Jones, or or even like Russ, 
It's not that bad, and he's free. And then also, if you happen to wait just a tick too long in Superflex, he's not a bad second Superflex quarterback. Of course, part of that is because he is throwing to Chris Olave, coming off of a really nice rookie season. 72 catches, 1,044 receiving yards, average depth of target of 14.2. So I just told you cars pushing the ball vertically. Olave can get vertical. Tied for ninth among wideouts in air yards per target, 27 targets at 20-plus yards was eighth most among wideouts. Only five end zone targets. And by the way, Carr does throw to the end zone. He averaged over two end zone throws per game last season. So only five for Alave, two of them for scores. I'm not going to hold it against him, though, given the quarterback situation last season. Now, the great question with these wide receivers is, can Michael Thomas stay healthy? I do not have that answer. I can tell you that over the past three seasons, he could have played in a possible 50 regular season games. And he played... In 10 of them, he's also 30 years old. Now, to be clear, last year, he played in three games. He was really good in those three games. Like, he was really good. It was like, wow, Michael Thomas is back. And then he's back on IR. (laughs) But, hi-oh. But if he's healthy, he can be good. It's just always risky with this dude. So keep that one in mind. Uh, The team did bring in Jamal Williams. Let me talk about him and Kendra Miller. So if Kamara is suspended, then Jamal Williams will handle a bulk of the workload. Uh, Not somebody who was used heavily in the passing game in his time with Detroit, maybe a little bit more in his time with Green Bay. Like, for example, last year, 262 rushing attempts. That's pretty baller. Uh, 16 targets. (laughs) That's under one per game because he played in all 17 games. But... Either way, he'll be used heavily in the run game on a team that likes to run the ball a lot as long as Kamara is uh, suspended. Now, the question is what happens with the goal line work? Because I pointed that out with Kamara. Kamara only had four last year. You know how many Williams had? 33, (laughs) which is a silly number. He almost had two goal line carries per game. It is not a coincidence he set Detroit's franchise record for rushing touchdowns with 17 of them. That number is obviously going to go down this season, but is it a 50-50 split for these guys down there? Is Williams the primary goal line back? That is a question that we do need to answer, and I don't have the answer just yet. Now, as far as Kendra Miller is concerned, came into the offseason banged up, but should be ready for the start of the season. Has some explosive ability. Tied for 14th most runs of 15-plus yards in the nation last season with 19 of them. Bijan Robinson had 21, so he's like right there. Now, he's not Bijan. But he is a good early down guy who we should certainly keep our eye on uh, for New Orleans. I don't expect much of an impact early. Like I said, if Kamara is suspended, then it's going to be, uh, I think the technical term is, oh yeah, a buttload of uh, Jamal Williams, at least during that time. Let's move over to, uh, for, well, let me, Rashid Shahid figures to be the number three, uh, gives you some vertical element, has some speed. Wasn't particularly heavily used last season in terms of routes, but he was efficient with his routes. 2.59 yards per route run, 6.2 yards after catch per reception, but it's just a little too deep on a team that I don't think is going to throw the ball a lot. I think it's still going to be much like last year. So Olave and maybe Michael Thomas, if he's healthy, uh, are the ones who offer the value there. Now, what about tight end? There are 
three tight ends on this roster. One of them is a tight end in name only and quite literally in name only because Taysom Hill last season, here's his snap breakdown. He played 324 snaps. You ready for this? Quarterback, 148. Perimeter, so wide receiver, 61. In line, tight end, 51. Slot, 40. Backfield, 24. He was a quarterback last year who moved around the formation but he was a quarterback. You hear me, Yahoo, ESPN, Sleeper, all the commissioner platforms. He was a quarterback last year. Anyway, Taysom Hill is volatile, but offers upside, but he's volatile. Jawan Johnson has been the guy that people have been gravitating towards, but I would not underestimate the presence of Foster Moreau, and I do not view Jawan Johnson as a viable fantasy target this season. I would fade that. Let's let the dust settle, and if anybody emerges, then go after him. If you really wanted to draft one, though, I'd sign up for the volatility of Taysom Hill. I don't love Taysom Hill, and I know the volatility is too wild for a lot of people, but we know the ceiling is number one tight end any given week. All right, that's going to do it for today. The Giants are up next. We'll talk Daniel Jones, Saquon, and that mess at wide receiver, and Darren Waller, too. That'll be fun. FTNFantasy.com. Promo code RATPACK will get you 20% off until Friday, August 4th at 5 o'clock p.m. Use it before it goes away. Enter in for a free subscription by reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Rate it, and in your review, leave your Twitter handle or Instagram. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, and I'll be back on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.